When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Sutton Valley Talk Time on Podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast. Welcome to tonight's episode of Sutton United Talk Time on Podcast. I'm calling it the Midweek Treat. Don't know if that's going to stick or not, um, but anyway, that's what it's called for now. Um, joining me tonight is um, Dan from Gandemonium. In a wonderful, wonderful um, bit of perfect planning, we've done basically a Dallas Dynasty crossover. So I've gone on the blog and he's come on the podcast. And hi, Dan. How are you? <laughs> Only polite. When he said, you know, <laughs> it was going to be a monologue, well, I thought, well, he's done the blog, I'll have to help him out. Have to it was, it was going to turn into a therapy session after watching the game the other night, sitting here rocking for an hour. <laughs> I, was, I was checking how long the stream quality would last for. But um, Yeah, so um, you you didn't make the uh, Pub Johns. I know, as I said before, different people got different feelings on it, I think. As, as in my defence, it was mostly work. <laughs> it's mostly work that's kept me away from all the home games. Uh, the only one I was able to do was Pompey, and that's because I booked the day off, so I didn't get lumbered with anything. <laughs> so that's the only one I've been able to actually physically get to. I feel I you like laying, laying the ground. But... Yeah, you're laying the groundwork for the excuse of, oh no, no, no! Oh, yeah. I, I always wanted a trip to Wembley. I love this competition. Of course, absolutely. <laughs> get to the final, front of the queue for a ticket. Don't yeah, worry about the, that. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. No worries. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. The 
the Wimbledon one was literally just because I had a free evening and um, the tickets were quite cheap. Um, so I quickly jumped on it. Um, but yeah, very quickly um, on the other night, I know it was covered lots and lots of places, but it was a bit of a dire game. Um, it, it, it was very, very dull. And we, we huffed and puffed and so did they. Um, I think I've covered most of it. The, uh, the detail of the substitutions um, was it's, it, that, with those games. It's difficult because everyone's trying to give new, you know, lads coming from injuries or lads who maybe haven't had a lot of football lately. They're just trying to get them in, get them some minutes in the legs, and but still have a competitive side out. And sometimes when you make, I think they made seven or eight changes from what yeah. someone was saying. So when you make that many changes you're always yeah. going to struggle for a bit of consistency on the pitch. Absolutely. It, so I, I wasn't mean, amazed when it finished nil-nil. The time when I realised I had to concentrate was when Louis went off and then suddenly Enzio came on for him and I'm like, hang on. That's, Where's he <laughs> going to go? <laughs> this is going to cause a bit of a head scratcher. What's going on here? And then I kind of finally sussed out who was going where and I was like, oh, that makes sense now. I've seen it. Um, but yeah, it was it was an odd one. I mean, I, I put in, in, in the, the wonderful blog entry um oh, it's top quality <laughs> top top quality everyone gandamanium.com yeah. go and check it out it, it, when we're done actually straight <laughs> yeah. after this um but the it was highlighted one of their players very short period of time towards the end one of their players beat a couple of hours on the box weed through and we were like oh ooh, ooh, and he shot horribly wide um and then tance did almost the same thing in the middle of the penalty area and he ran through and left the ball behind him and it was like yep okay <laughs> if that had happened in the first five minutes i would have just gone home because i would have known that this was going to be that night so the penalty the shootout, yeah penalty shootout was exciting we haven't had one of those for a long time and certainly oh. haven't won one of those for a long time um i think there's differing opinions we've got some 2003s and 2001s i think someone said 2012 but i'm not 100 sure we did have um, one of what yeah the last one we, i can remember is wingate at home in the trophy yeah we lost yeah, we, we we had the one in Ireland, obviously, but no, of course, care. yeah, yeah Bose, we, just, we didn't we didn't really care Dublin. about that. Yeah, no, um, that that didn't that didn't <laughs> hurt at all. We we had enough, um, but yeah, so it was an interesting one. Um, I would normally ask someone, well, normally last last week, so <laughs> um, for the Sutton Podcast Player of the Day, the pod, um, you weren't there, so I get to choose. Um, it was Dean. Um, there's not a lot you can say. He saved three penalties one after the other, kept us in it. Um, not much more we can say. So I'm going to send out a lovely tweet and I'm sure Dean will be thrilled with it. Um, he's not even on Twitter. So he's going to be even more delighted. To, you, to, you need to set up an Instagram account. He's definitely on yeah, Insta. I, I have got Insta, but I don't really do an awful lot on it. Um, but yeah, so looking forward very quickly, I'm going to get, let uh, the other chap who's waiting very patiently for us, um, oh. Tommy. Tommy from Bristol Rovers, and one second, hi, Tommy. Tom, sorry. How's it going? Not bad, not bad. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. No worries. So, um, you are from the Bristol Rovers Gas Podcast. Gascast, yeah, that's Gascast, right. Gascast, sorry. Um, and just a little bit, I sent him a message saying, oh, it's going to be live, so you better brush your hair. And then only afterwards did I realise that he doesn't know who I am and he doesn't know why I say I brush my hair on these things. So <laughs> it's completely wasted when text joke. Um, and also, in utter fairness, this, this other fellow that's on with us now, Dan, is the one you really want to be sending those kind of messages to. I was asked to contribute and I assumed it was a, it was a, it was a collection a of answers. Well, 
I would have answered with a lot more detail if I had realized it was just me. <laughs> so hopefully you, you won't give just one word answers to repay me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't be able to shut me up. No worries about that. Um, but yeah, we're looking forward to Saturday. Uh, just going to ask what, what's your sort of connection to Bristol? How, how, how have you started supporting them? So, uh, yeah, born and bred Bristolian. Um, I've only been a season ticket holder since about 2016 when I stopped kind of playing football myself. Um, not to any good standard. That's not me bragging or anything. I just, you know, watching football on a Saturday and playing on a Sunday, the missus wasn't going to have it. So now I'm a bit, bit too old for the football. So it's just pure, pure Rovers. And, you know, in, in Bristol, kind of South Bristol is more them and North Bristol's and kind of East Bristol is more rovers so i'm from east bristol so it's, it's always going to be rovers there's never never any doubt on that one well to be fair dan and i are probably only season ticket holders from a season or two before that because something didn't really do them that much before that is that right yeah well, I, I, never, I, I never really bothered until sort of probably 2005 or something oh yeah so just just because it was non-league and it was 10 yeah. quid <laughs> so yeah. no one bothered you got like one free game and that was it so no one bothered yeah then they did a, a 99 pound offer and it was like and, and everyone was like them. yeah I'll have, I'll have that <laughs> um, so how's the season going so far for you um mixed bag i'd say um we had a obviously we were relegated from league one last season under joey barton um how much of the that actually was his fault is, you know, very much up for debate. We went through three managers last season. So I think he got a bit of a hospital pass with the squad he inherited. Um, he decided to tear all that up in the summer. So it was always going to be kind of a <clears throat> a slow start for us. Um, but we have shown in like fits and starts that there's a really good team there. We're really good against the teams around us. But then anyone kind of above about 10th, we just absolutely fall apart. It's... Um, which I mean is great news for you guys. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah I'm liking this so far. <laughs> yeah, um, but the FA Cup, I mean, has probably produced one of our best performances. We we went away to Oxford and we kind of scabbed a bit of a draw there, to be honest. But the home game, Tuesday night under the lights, you know, that's that's the FA Cup I really enjoy. <laughs> We're three one down going into the second half of extra time, <clears> thinking <throat> this is this is pretty much it. A lot of my mates had gone off to the pub, came back won it 4-3, just unbelievable pandemonium. Going back to the pub after, seeing my mates absolutely heartbroken because they've just missed one of like the best comebacks of all time. Um, so from from my perspective, I kind of separate the cup from, from the league. And if I look at just the cup, yeah, we've been great. But the league, not so much. After that Oxford <laughs> game, we we uh, we had Tranmere at home. We were 2-0 up and we let that slip to 2-all. We went away to Salford, 1-0 up. They had two men sent off. We contrived somehow to draw that one all. And then just gone, we played Forest Green away and had the inevitable 2-0 defeat. So form-wise, not great, but I'm fully separating league from cup. And <laughs> cup, we are absolutely amazing. Cup side. Plus, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw um, one, of your, one of your supporters um, was a little while ago now saying that it was they were delighted they saw that they'd drawn Sutton in the in the cup and they were like oh great a nice proper non-league side and then they've kind of realized that actually they're above us <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I made the exact same uh mistake I was like oh you know if we can get past Oxford then we but also we 
before that, we had a habit of going out at home to non-league teams. Um, we did it with a few, and it was just really frustrating. But now you're in the league, maybe maybe that will change. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you never know. Well, well I, so, I'm fairly convinced. I was... Go on, Dan, sorry. It's no surprise people still think we're non-league side. I think most of us still haven't quite got our heads around the League 2 <laughs> stuff yet. So... <laughs> I think, I think you coined it of bringing non-league to the football league. <laughs> yeah, bring, yeah, bringing non-league to the masses. Yes, exactly. <laughs> to the masses, um, I like that. <laughs> we were, uh, I was walking the, the dog actually on the, the night you were playing and I was kind of following it. Um, and I'm fairly convinced there were quite a few supporters trying to get their early tickets to Oxford because um, we obviously knew we were playing the winners away. So I'm fairly convinced a few people were like, let, let me get those train tickets. And now they're yeah. like, oh God, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, that must have been, I mean, we, we've we've had a, a league game with Port Vale where we we were two down, uh, two two, three two down, and then we come back to win it four three, and that that was well, it was part of the bewildering, awesome, wonderful <laughs> moments of our season. Um, so I was going to ask highs and lows because I've got little bullet points to ask. I'm very professional on this, by the way. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm brilliant. Um, if there are any of your players that we should be looking out for. Yeah, there's surprisingly quite a few. Um, we have got a few really, really good players. Um, I think Sam Nicholson would be the standout one, but I do believe he's injured, um, which is a massive shame because he is unbelievable at this level. He's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, very good, like low centre of gravity, that kind of like, I don't want to say messy, but you know what I mean? Like just that kind of will run at people. He's brilliant. Um, Anthony Evans is another one. He kind of went, he was like the Everton under 23s, like captain, you know, looking like he's going to make it and kind of went out into, I don't know, just like a, just almost out of football. He went over to Germany and played there and wasn't all that good. Um, came back to England and we didn't really have high expectations of him. Another scouser that Joey's recruited and he's been unbelievable like his kind of vision and his his footwork is is fantastic and then i think so nicholson's very much goal threat evans is more of a an assist king he's got he's got a few get goals to his game as well um and then sam finley from we got him from fleetwoods obviously um joey button's ex club he is way too good for this level proper terrier in midfield and he's got an eye for a pass he can kind of do a bit of everything and he's popped up with a couple of goals. He scored um, one of the ones against Oxford. So I'd say those are like kind of the the real standout players for us. And it's no surprise they're all fairly attacking players because our defence is leaky as hell. So our best players are definitely going forward. If we can get the ball going forward and keep it up there, we're, we're all right. But once it starts coming back, that's that's when we start getting in trouble. Right. Okay. I'm thinking my prediction might be slightly off now. Um, Dan, do you want to do you want to do the same for us? Well, who you'd be saying is the? Um, well, I suppose you've got a. Most people look at David Adjiboy out wide. Um, he's he's always the one who catches the eye for us. Just old school, little old school winger, flight flying down. You know, takes men on. Can go outside. Can come deep. Run at you from there as well. Um, you got Isaac Olafe Tanto up front um similar sort of little center forward again very direct um and then at the back you've got i suppose ben goodliffe as well has been stat this year for us barely put a foot wrong 
Um, but then again, he, he was like that last year with Louis as well at the, at the centre of defence. Um, and yeah, I suppose our lad who should is too good to be playing for us is Craig Eastman in the middle. Just he just makes us tick. We're just a different side out him. Um, he's got so, so much experience. Um, since we've come up, just standing, sitting there watching him, it's it's, it's just you know he's, he's way way too good for us. But he's he's too old now, so no one will buy him. <laughs> well, speaking of old, we've got Glenn Whelan. Remember him of Stoke fame? Oh, we've got him in the middle. He is ancient. He is really old. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Johnny Williams didn't do too bad against us either, did he? Yeah, ripped us a new run for Swindon. So, But then again, he's, he's a different <laughs> level, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I certainly don't know an awful lot about Joey Barton, um, other than what you heard as a player. So, obviously, going into management, you kind of... Think, oh god that's a bit that's gonna be an interesting one um does he do many press conferences with the french accent or <laughs> <laughs> like he hasn't even come up with like a bristolian accent yet. he's not? still like pure pure scouse so give it give it a few months maybe because he is living in bristol so maybe he'll he'll kind of come with it but his so when he was at fleetwood he, he got them into the playoffs on obviously quite a limited budget and that kind of caught the eye of a few people he was out of work when we employed him and i think because he'd fallen out with his ex-chairman over um over chad evans so he kind of was out of work we needed a manager because we just sacked paul tisdale and he was he was the man for the job kind of thing his management style is abrasive uh he's not afraid to call people out in the in the press so last season like i said we got relegated he kind of joined after january so we had no chance he could make any changes so he stuck with those players and he made a point of calling several of them out publicly in his press conferences. And I'm kind of like, is that, you know, you need to motivate, motivate these lads to keep us up. And you are slagging them off quite harshly. Uh, Max Amo, who's gone back to Gillingham, was probably the the biggest one he, he pulled up. Um, and he's kind of, he's done it again this season. He, he He's not, it's a fine line between, you know, be, calling people out for bad behaviour and then just kind of scapegoating them. I think that's what he did with, with Aimer last season. This season, um, Luke Thomas, we've got him on loan from Barnsley. He's extremely gifted as a footballer. He's just not really at the pace of the game at the moment. He's shown bits and bobs. He's obviously got talent, but he's not been there. And um, Barton came out, uh, what were we on today, Wednesday, last week, basically slagging him off, just saying his attitude's terrible. Um, he's barely been in shape. And we tried to ring up Barnsley to send him back before the season started, but they wouldn't pick up the phone. So we're stuck with him. And I'm thinking, if you're stuck with him, why are you slagging him off in public? Like, so <laughs> it's a very odd one. And obviously, you know, um, he's got his court cases and all that kind of stuff. But even without that, some of his press conferences, some of his comments have been quite bizarre. Um, he, he often talks about Rovers being his Everest. He loves his analogies, um, especially around climbing. But he did make a... Uh, very unfortunate comment, a uh, very stupid comment, uh, comparing one of our players' performances to a Holocaust. Oh, I saw which obviously, that, yeah. yeah, that made the Nationals... Uh, uh, that upset uh, a few people. <laughs> that upset quite Funny a few enough. people. Yeah, because, um, is it Carton Cole's done it this week as well? Um, oh, God. But he yeah. kind of, yeah. you know, you, you nip it in the bud, you apologise straight away. When you've done something like that, you say, 
do you know what? That heat at the moment, blah, blah, blah. I'm really sorry. He let it go on for like a week until his next <laughs> press conference. And I was like, why? It's like he's doing it to antagonize people intentionally. I've never I've never had such stress thinking about what's going to come out the <laughs> mouth of a Rovers manager. It's, oh, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, it, it's great for us. We've all got stuff to talk about, but still, <laughs> oh, my God. We we don't have anything like that, what, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't imagine him, could you? Some one of our players Matt's, could talk. Matt's pretty laid back, yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally, one of our players could come out and have a crap on the pitch, and Matt would absolutely defend him and say, "Yeah, he's a wonderful bloke." And <laughs> you know, um, yeah, he's uh, he's totally different to that. You can't even imagine it. Wow. Um, but yeah, I'm sure it does help the listening. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I, know, yes. I know he likes to shout on the touchline, so I don't know. It could be quite interesting on Saturday. Yeah. If it gets a bit feisty. Yeah, he's, he's um, certainly, or... he certainly, yeah, he like, likes to shout, likes to, he, he's one to get involved with the other bench as well. I'm, I'm against Salford, actually. Oh, one of the players, that the first sending off was kind of one of those where he kind of slightly overreached, a <clears throat> little bit out of control, over the ball a little bit. It wasn't, it could have gone away with a yellow, but the referee's seen it. He's obviously got a better position than I have. And as he's coming off, Joey's saying to... You can see him motioning to him, like, oh, I don't think that was a red, because obviously he was such a dirty player anyway. He was just like, oh, you know, like, oh. And I thought he was just winding him up. And that's the kind of the kind of manager he is. I think the best thing I've seen Barton do on the touchline was um, against Oxford. We're, you know, 4-3 up. You know, just holding on. There's a couple of minutes of extra... Uh, injury time left and the ball comes over to him and he just absolutely leathers it into the crowd <laughs> as far as he can kick it and then he gets booked and he didn't care he's, he's just wasting yeah. another 30 seconds it was fantastic I could not... see our two doing that <laughs> yeah to be I was just thinking I'm not sure he's going to both... want to get too tangled with our, with our bench considering you've got yeah, both, um, both... both grizzled old centre-backs yeah. the, the six Mitchell foot brothers. four bald... <laughs> Yeah, he might, yeah, they, he might take a second look and go, nah, you're yeah, right. there, could be a, there could be a bit of barking and then sort of a, uh, yeah, no, it's not like where they are, yeah. 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 So, um, what I like to do, or well, I've done, as I say, one week now, so <laughs> it's now tradition, I have a little prediction. Last week, me and my guests were way, way off. I already said for you, 1-0 to us. Um, which talking about the leaky defences and what the good strikers I'm very much want to go back on, but I'm going to stick with my one nil. Um, Dan, what, what's your prediction? Um, I don't know. It's don't one of those. It. It's, it's <laughs> difficult. It's, this is the thing. It's one of the ones like that. They've had a couple of good results in the cup. They've had the good result in the cup over Oxford. They're both good results, um, but not been great in the league. So there's no money prize. Just I know. Yeah, I'd, I'd be happy. You know what? I'd be happy with a draw. I'd, draw. I'd take a draw and um, give, me, give me give me a scoreline. One all. I think oh I think what'll be key for us is um is who what who's playing at centre back for us. Yeah, because we, we might be missing one there. So I think that might be the difference. If it's if it's the regular back four, I think we'll be I think we'll perform well. But yeah, I'd, I'd, I'll take a draw. One all. Excellent. And Tom. So. Definitely both teams to score. Um, we have rarely kept a clean sheet and rarely not scored so far this season. We always tend to grab one and concede at least one. So I'm I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go 2-1 Rovers. 
based purely on the fact Saturday in the cup, I think the crowd are going to just be so up for it. And I think that will, that will make a big difference. The crowd at the Mem is, is does really, really help us. So I, I just think we'll, we'll squeak it. I know you guys are flying high and you, and all that, but the cup just nullifies all of that. So I'm, I'm going to go oh, yeah. heart overhead and say two one Rovers. We, we did have a, a bit of a, a mare last night with um, injuries. We uh, lost, well, potentially lost another centre-back, um, went off injured. My um, reserve goalkeeper <laughs> was injured and second-choice left-back. So um, <laughs> we got through the last 16 in the Pizza Cup, but <laughs> we lost cost. three players. Um, but, yeah, so between the three of us, we've gone for home win, <laughs> draw, and away win. So <laughs> couldn't possibly sit on the fence anymore. Well done, guys. <laughs> Every base covered. Every base covered. Splinters all the Yeah, it's going to be like a six-all draw or something. <laughs> I could see it. I could see it. You guys coming up. Uh, coming down up to Bristol, Dan. Dan, you're yeah. You're we'll up we'll be there. we'll be there. We've got train tickets sorted, so as as per normal for us, we'll be local from about eleven. So just just so we can uh, ad, ad, admire the locale before the match, mostly yeah, I mean, from the inside of pubs. Yeah. Oh, well, this is it. This is one of the good things. I wish I was an away fan at at Rovers because the the pubs along Gloucester, Gloucester Road are amazing. Like if you like ale or sports bars or whatever it's one of the highlights of the location we are because we're, we're quite far out from the center probably about mm. a 40 minute walk but you do have basically Gloucester Road is just one long road of all pubs so take your pick we'll be we'll be somewhere around there and what's the accident we, emergency we've got the league game on <laughs> yeah we've got the league game on boxing day for so everyone was kind of oh getting down there's gonna be a real, real pain so the day out kind of thing was a bit in the balance, but then got got you in the cup. So everyone's like, ah, "Who cares about Boxing Day now?" <laughs> Just turn exactly. up, drive down, get it, get in and out. Out this one, this one's out. Yeah, excellent. Well, gents, oh, thank you very much. Um, thanks to everyone for listening. I'm just going to do the um in video which obviously people listening aren't going to see that, so I don't know why I say it's a video. Um, but <laughs> thank you very much. I'll um see you all soon. Um, hope it's a great game on Saturday. Um, obviously I hope it goes our way um, but if it's a draw then we'll have another one at our place uh, so thanks a lot gents see you soon thank you lovely cheers, cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.